On tonight's show, we have actress, comedian, and content creator, Elo Copeland. And now, for your host, Cool What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Cool Car. Welcome to the Kicking It With Cool Car show. This is episode 173. Thank you guys for kicking it with your boy, coming back and sticking with me. If this is your first time, like I always say, I do invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing you these great guests that I that I have coming on my show, man. I'm telling you, I am, I'm so blessed just to have the, the, the array of people and the, the backgrounds and the fields of uh, business that I do have on here, man. And um, they bring gems, they drop gems. We, we have great conversations. It's beautiful and I'm indebted to them because I can't do it without them. And like I always say, I do this for you. I can't do it without you as well. So like I said, if you are grabbing some information, some value from the show, please share it, subscribe, so I can continue bringing this to you. I'm here for you. I ask nothing in return. I'm here for you, all right. <laughs> but without further ado, um, tonight I have comedian. I have uh, let me let me start off with this. Hold on, because I know her her passion is acting, but she's a comedian as well, content creator. She's all over social media. She's blowing up on TikTok. I think she has. I don't even want to say how many she has. I'll let her tell you. But she has a lot of followers on TikTok. She has a pretty good following on Instagram. She's in a skit a day. She's hitting every open mic around town doing comedy she's new to it but she's really out there killing it like the grind is impeccable it's all about the grind man you know hard work really does beat talent so if you're in atlanta if you are in the atlanta area and i'm pretty sure she's gonna be traveling soon just by her hustle and her grind but if you are in our, if you are in atlanta please keep an eye out for elo copeland hitting the stage somewhere because i'm telling you she's out there Every other night. So, <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk about her. Uh, I don't want to say her newfound love because I don't know if this is a newfound love or not. But I know that she's fairly new to comedy. But we're here to talk about her. Her. I don't, I'm just gonna leave it because I really don't know the background or the history of it. But we're we're here to talk about comedy and acting and skits and the whole nine and just her creativity and her talent, man. She's amazing. So, without further ado, I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna bring her on. Let's get it, y'all. Miss Elo Copeland, welcome back to the show. Thank you. So good to be here. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. I love it, man. I had to have you back on because you're doing your thing with this comedy now. I met you as an actress. I met you when you were just starting out, actually. So yeah. to see you on the stages doing comedy now is like, whoa, you know? And um we're gonna we're gonna dive into all of that but you know i gotta start this off with a prayer we good with that 
Yes, absolutely. Let's go. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time and place. We thank you for the moment. We thank you for this platform that we could join together and have a great conversation about Elo's talents, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, her gifts and all her contributions, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, to the community and to creativity, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you and we pray and ask you continue blessing her along her journey, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for allowing us to wake up and see another blessed day. We thank you for the journeys that we are on, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, the setbacks and the and the triumphs, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for it all. For we know that you have our back. We know that we are nothing without you, Lord Jesus. We just continue praising your name and giving you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. We pray for a great show. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen to that, sister. Amen. <laughs> Man, it's great to see you. You've been hustling. You've been grinding. I see you on Instagram every day. So it's like I, I don't see you. But yeah, we are back. We are back in the building doing this again to talk about comedy 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 like i want to know you know because like i said i met you as an actress you were just starting out acting class like you were excited about it and now i've seen you like take stunt classes and all types of things so i know you're still on your on your you're on your job man you know what i yeah. mean you're honing yeah. your skills you're following your dreams you're living it out and you stay busy so <laughs> so with that <laughs> said no for real you stay busy we, we know you stay busy we see you all over the place so it's great. It's a great thing. And I love to see it. Now, with acting, like, I saw you acting and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, boom, boom. Open night, mic, open mic night, open mic night, open mic night, open mic night. Like, where, where did, what happened? Where did that come from? Okay, so first and foremost, I am an actor. Acting, acting is the top priority. Um, comedy has always been a part of me. Um, just not necessarily being on stage. Like I do okay. comedic skits, comedic acting, different things like that. But the stage definitely was not planned, but because I'm around comedians all the time and I'm working and collabing, it was bound to come up. So okay. a couple of years ago, I did a couple of minutes and it felt great to get a couple of laughs, but I was like, eh, it's not really me. Like, I don't know. Year <laughs> passed, I did another one. Um, it was at Uptown Apollo night, wrong okay. night to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I got some laughs. Um, so I was like, okay, well, maybe I can do this. But you know, it was like, it was one boo at the end. Like I was literally about to close up and it was one boo and I was like, Nope, that's good for me. It's all I need to hear. I'm good. I got the stage. It was a good feeling, but I was like, I don't know if I can like keep this up. And so last June um, is when I actually thought about it again. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take it serious until August. And so um got some comedy buddies and just kind of went for it. And I will say it has been very stressful. Um, a lot really? of things. Yeah, stage fright got me really good for a couple of months. Um, but it has also been a great experience because now I'm not nervous to get up there. I'm not nervous to bomb. While bombing is part of it, now I'm not nervous to do that. It's just okay. I just need to get my time. If I can get mic time, you know, then I'm good. But I had to get over that. I had to get over, what if they don't like me? What if they don't laugh at my jokes? You know, every yeah. comedian goes through that. So um, I think that was 
probably the hardest thing for me to swallow and me just trying to sit in it and making sure I understand comedy because it is an art yeah, um, sure. and how to write based on my own uh, true stories and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that because, you know, anybody can, you know, write down and talk so but if you're if you really want to connect to the audience it has to be something that they can connect to in real life so yeah that has been a journey but yeah would that's you, how it out. <laughs> but would you say that caring less helps more right because if you don't care that you bomb or if you don't care that that a joke goes over somebody's head it's like oh whatever and move on to the next so now i know you're fairly new to it so have you gotten to the point to where you're able to kind of just improv it if a joke goes over their head and it's like you can play it off. Like um, like when I was interviewing Michael Blackson, he was saying like, I could throw out a joke and I, I'll just keep it flowing. If the joke doesn't hit, I can keep it going so quickly that they don't even know that that was a joke. Have you gotten there yet to where like if a joke doesn't really hit, you can kind of just keep it, keep it flowing and it doesn't really affect you internally? Cause you know if it affects you internally, they can kind of feel it a little bit, you know what I mean? Right, so I've not gotten to that part. Michael okay. Black's been doing comedy for way long time. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I was a teenager watching him doing right. comedy. So, um, but I will say that I won't necessarily say not caring. Mm -hmm. um, I changed what I cared about. So okay. instead of okay. caring about bombing, I care more about me completing my set, making sure that I'm connecting and looking at the audience and finding that one person who really did come to laugh because everybody, you know, they, they feel different. I want to make sure that I'm still showing that I'm human. I don't yeah. want to just F the crowd, this and that. I, I want to make sure that, you know, that they know that I'm there with them. That's a part of, I think, what started making it a little bit more real for me when I actually stopped being so nervous. And I was just like, they're people too. They're just like me. They're just yeah. not on stage. And they're not being judged whilst I am. So yeah. I think I think you being a part of their experience. Yeah. Even though it, 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 just follow me here. Even though you're standing on that stage and you're you're providing the comedy, you're providing entertainment for them. You are the experience. But yeah. oftentimes you can be up there robotic because you're scared, you're nervous, and you're just sticking to the script and spitting out your jokes but you're not really engaging and being a part of the experience and really taking it in yourself you know what i'm saying right absolutely yeah. absolutely i used to that that's why i said I'm, I'm glad that i changed what i cared about because when when i first started i cared about oh my gosh i'm not gonna be funny this and that and i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not connecting with them and of course, bombing doesn't feel well. So it's just like, right. you just try to hurry up and get through with it. And then it's like, oh my God, what happened? Like, what did I say? What what happened? You know, and now I just kind of like sit in my own flow, which is a good thing because I didn't know that I had one on stage. Like now I'm becoming more familiar with my own style and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. You got you're finding your rhythm, finding yeah. you, and and then they see that confidence in you, and it makes the set even better. So, and it's it's crazy because the confidence will kind of kind of override, I guess, for lack of better terms, it'll kind of override, say, like a joke that does bomb because they're now believing in you, they're invested in you because it's like, oh, she's confident, she knows what she's doing. Absolutely, they you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they can smell fear. Oh my god! 
like that one little thing it's like you're right they see it they can smell it they can feel it i'm telling you it happens every time you just got to be confident and and every crowd is not the same i was telling somebody this last night every crowd is not the same you have different shows different cities different uh venues different vibes every Mm -hmm. show is not same but just gotta keep working at it do you okay so are you at the point to where you show up you're kind of reading the audience you're like oh this is this is different from last night are you at the point to where you have enough material to kind of switch it up and make it more geared to that audience or that vibe yeah i feel like i do um not not perfected material but I feel like I can flow in conversation and just kind of change it because I've done it before to where it's like, this isn't my, my joke that I've been working on for weeks. It's not going to really work with this crowd. And I know that that's not a good thing to do. Um, but that's kind of how I felt a little bit comfortable. I was like, this, this is not really, I know you're not supposed to like not do your set because of a certain audience, but yeah, I'm working on making it for where it's for every audience. Um, okay. I was listening to a past interview with Jamie Foxx, and he said he would go to an inner city and tell some political jokes. He would go to an all-white crowd and tell some black jokes. And whatever they laughed at, he put them two together, and he knew he could take them anywhere. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm working on to where it's like, all right, if I have something that I know the black people will laugh at, then oh, if I have something the white people will laugh at, then I put it together and it's like the perfect combination. So, and of course that's it's other cultures, but that was his example of, you know. Yeah, that, that. No, that's genius. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's genius. Never never even thought about it like that. Like, yeah. I'm not into comedy, so I don't really know the art form like that, but just to hear that, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just different things. So I was going to say, um, are you kind of finding... Like, okay, so Atlanta has a lot of, I want to say, influencers doing skits, and they're trying to translate it over to the stage, right? Mm-hmm. You being one of them. And you're actually doing it, though. And a lot, I won't, I won't say a lot, but some miss. Some some aren't able to translate it to the stage, and you're doing that, right? And you're doing it well. You know, you're just starting, but you are doing it well. And you, mm-hmm. and it looks natural from what I've seen, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play some of your. Um, I got actually I got some skits that I'm gonna show, so I want people to see your skits too, <laughs> so they know where you're coming from. And then I got yeah. some clips of you on stage, and I know you said you can't really put your jokes out there just yet for legal purposes, um, but I got something so that people can kind of see your stage presence and, and the flow, yeah. your flow, and it, and it feels good. You know, when you look at it, it feels good. It doesn't feel like oh she's up there, she don't know what the hell she's doing. Like, it right. feels good. It does flow. You know what I'm saying? So, have you found kind of like what, or can you see, or have you seen what like the pecking order is in, a, in the Atlanta market with the comedians? And what I mean by that is like, what are, what opportunities are presented to people and what are they doing to receive those? Like, cause you know what I'm saying is, let me, let me, let me, let me word that a little better. Because like in music, right? You kind of know, I don't know if you know this, but in music, when you're moving around the city, you kind of got to find that in crowd, so to speak, and kind of just move with them so that you don't really get left behind. But you don't have to do that. You know, you can still make something of yourself outside, but you kind of just got to know how to move. 
and and right. with those relationships and who to who to deal with and who to collaborate with and stuff like that. Are you figuring that out around the Atlanta market? And what does it take to get the opportunities and not get overlooked for those opportunities? Is what I'm really trying to say. Okay, so it's kind of the same thing. I I feel like it's in every um, career or industry. Mm -hmm per se, when it comes to finding groove and, and seeking out those opportunities. Um, with comedy, there's a lot of opportunities, but the thing that I hear the most is if you don't speak up, you're you're not gonna eat. Like you have to put yourself out there. You can't look for the next person to put you on. You can't, okay. you know, look for the next person to try to give you that opportunity. You have to make the opportunity for yourself. Um, okay. So I've been uh, connecting with certain people, certain um, coordinators and things like that. I even started doing some marketing online okay. uh, through right to just kind of, you know, cold call and stuff like that to see if people need, you know, comedic um, host or just sets or anything like that. So I feel like it's a lot of opportunity, especially if I'm already, I'm brand new to it. It's been under a year and I've already had several paid opportunities. So mm, okay. I, I feel like um, there's plenty, plenty of opportunity. Now, I won't say there's plenty of opportunity to be number one, <laughs> but there's plenty of opportunity for everybody to work and everybody to eat. So. But yeah, if you're trying to be that one, then you have to outdo and outwork and, you know, yeah. the whole, you know, the 10X rule. You got to do everything better than the best. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 10 times over for sure. Yeah. How, how has, um you know, you connecting with other comedians doing skits and stuff like that helped you, you know, with your visibility and marketing and stuff like that? Um, I feel like some has helped um because i'm already doing skits i don't really see that sort of return on it okay what people see when they come to my page um for comedy is if i'm a comedian and do i actually have jokes so okay. it's not they're not looking for comedic skits they're looking for comedy they're looking for someone to entertain so okay uh, I don't feel like that part of it is like helpful in a like in the masses. I'm not saying it's not helpful at all, but just in the scheme of things, I don't think that that really matters when it comes to if they want you. Now, okay. especially because my Instagram numbers are not as big as some some of the others that I've seen in the you know hundreds of thousands to a million because some get booked off, the, off of the numbers. Right. Um, but I want to get booked off with talent. So I'm not sure. concerned about, you know, if somebody seen me on, if they see me in a skit, I'd rather them hit me up for acting from a skit versus okay. comedy because you don't know my true comedic talent from a skit. Like that's improv. That's cool. But for me to actually get that mic is completely different. Does the, let me ask you this though. Does that improv help your writing for comedy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it helps us um, stay on our feet, um, especially when we have when we see something happen in the room, or if there's mm -hmm. a heckler, or you know something that's going okay. on. There's a distraction. You have to be quick to kind of change, um, and not 
be too distracted from your set, but um, it's helped a lot with thinking, writing, um, and just being in the room. So I was, yeah. I would say absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if it's happening in the room, it's part of the set, right? Yeah. So you kind of got to acknowledge it and make fun of it. Yeah. Really, absolutely. included in the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So I never really thought about that part of it, like keeping, keeping, keeping you on your feet with. Because if you think about it, yeah, improv and then heckler, boom, just go at them, you know, off the top of the dome. It's kind of like freestyling with music, I guess, you know. And also, not even just with heckling, but if you've told a joke, that could be a moment where it's an added part because of something you saw. Mm. And then it could be a callback because of something you saw. So okay. it's just working that muscle that keeps you like cognizant of where you are and just conscious of okay this could be a joke this could be a joke so yeah. Um, okay yeah so so you can basically pull from the audience and then that can be uh basically like a, a running joke so you can come yeah. back to that yeah part of your I've act. Done, okay i've done it a couple times there's a, a comedic buddy um kenny um sorry my dog is doing the most right now it's all uh, good like i said put on stream she wants to get seen unplug the light either <laughs> <laughs> one of us will be seen um so um kenny like i was saying he uh leads up peach pit comedy and that's off of um drew hills north drew hills uh road at tin roof cantina and he has this joke about chocolate cake and it kind of runs for a couple of minutes and so if he calls me up behind him, I'll come right back and just add on like, let's see, you may tell me you like chocolate cakes. Like anything would, you know, keep us on our feet, on our toes to where it'll come back. Because even if he called me fifth or sixth, the audience still remembers he talked about chocolate cake. So if yeah. I come up and say that, then it happened a couple of times, not just with that topic, but that's just okay. one that I is that okay so i saw one of the uh stand-ups i think it's on the on one of the clips too where you're talking about you know you can't get anybody to come over and fix something oh yeah 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 for <laughs> sure for sure <laughs> for sure okay all right i got you well let's cut to some of the clips and you know let people check you out and then um when we come back we'll talk about it and then we'll show them some skits too yes absolutely. all right cool this is Elo, guys, doing stand-up. She, Like I said, she can't show too many of her jokes for legal purposes. She's just starting out. You know, got to get her stuff right. Uh, but you'll get the gist of it. Let's go. Hey, it's a curveball coming, so slow down now. Slow down. Slow down. The problem that I had, though, like, the little bastards are... that shit y'all could get child support i don't know who they daddy is what i damn like i can't find their daddy i'm so glad yeah yes yeah. never mind <laughs> what happened to the handyman that just wanted sex the i got to pay for everything now don't nobody want ass no more <laughs> Yeah, yes indeed. 
No, you got it, girl. You got it. Thank you. you, you thank you're right where you're supposed to be. You're doing what you need to be doing. Thank you. You know, I said, uh, I was talking about how a lot of the um, uh, Instagram influencers who do the skits, you know, they, they try to get on stage. It doesn't translate. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because they're really not honing their comedic skills and not practicing and and you know working working within that art form and they think that just the skits is going to translate to the stage um it, it it could be that it could be a multiple of things um sometimes you just don't have it or sometimes you're not working hard enough or you don't know how to translate it um okay. i didn't know how to translate it i just started studying and started looking at comedians and you know, doing research and getting on the stage. Like, um, I feel like sometimes with influencers who want to try it out or want to do it and it doesn't really translate, it's because they're not spending enough time writing or working out what they've written. They need okay. to actually be on the mic, like, versus just doing it for a show. It actually has, they have to work it. Um, I I don't get on I don't miss the stage more than I don't know I probably get on the stage no less than twice a week just oh, to wow. stay in the stay in the mode and that's still low like it's supposed to be every day I as an actor just don't have that kind of time every day because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I got to read for auditions I got I got you know other things but yeah. um if I was pursuing comedy full time, that would be something that would definitely be required is for me to hit the stage every night. Um, sometimes I know comedians who hit a stage multiple times a night. So, um, oh, wow. you, yeah, you just have to work. It's, you have to work it out. You have to work out your material until you get it. And sometimes jokes are not even complete, even five, 10, 15 years. Like I've heard Seinfeld say and other comedians say, I've been working on a joke for five years and I still can't get it. I just had to toss it out or this and that. Like wow. you just never know. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm like, I hope what I'm working on now, it don't take that long. Cause I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm better than nobody. I'm just saying that I feel like I, I just need to get to what I need to get to sooner. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have 50 years to be working on the jokes. So when you, yeah. when you, would, when you first decided to get back on the stage, cause you said you tried it out and yeah. then you took a break, got back. Did you get in front of like friends or anybody like that before you got on no. stage again? You just went up there. No. Um, you know, um, I couldn't, I couldn't get, well, one, a lot of my friends don't live in Atlanta. So, um, but two, I don't think that would have done me any good because you know what they say, your family and friends are always going to tell you you're doing good. You're yeah. funny. Uh, no, I need complete strangers to tell me the truth. Once yeah. I realized strangers were invested and laughed at me and laughed with me, I was like, okay. I have something here. I might not be ready yet, but I'm gonna get ready. But I'm yeah. like, I definitely have something here. Yeah, and you're, but you're working though. That's the thing. You're yeah. working at it. Like you're hitting all these you open mics. Yeah. I mean, you have no choice but to get better. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Because you you have it. You got it. So you have no choice but to get better. Just keep working that muscle, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's get to these skits. Let's take take a look at let's take a look okay. at. Okay. 
goat. That's true. You season the hell out of that, baby, ain't you? Really? Woo! Good to see you. Mm. Got something for you. What? Got, you know I said, oh, right, don't turn around. Don't turn around. Why? I got a gift. Close your eyes. I ain't close my eyes. You tell me what it is. What you love? Jewelry. You know I love I got you some jewelry. Well. Close your eyes. All right, better not be no spider this time. No, it ain't. Uh, I don't plan no. I don't prank no more. I'm changed. Yeah, my hands cold. My bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. baby, you Stop, gonna, you gripping me a little you gonna hard. Love this. Wait, why well, can't breathe? Huh? Mm, hold on. What you doing? <laughs> you gonna love it? I don't like that last. Well, I mean, it's the label. It's the label. It costs a lot of money. Mm -mm. Hold on. What, what's going on? You ready? What is this? It's a necklace. It's the new thing. Look down. <laughs> <laughs> for Balenciaga. This what you get? Dog is a mad Take best friend. Take this off me. Bro, what the hell is this? Take it off. Listen, it's, Take it off. it's my way of being sweet and freaky at the same time. This is violence. It's Take almost it like off. hot lemon pepper. You get the best of both worlds. This is not lemon pepper. Let me put it on you. <laughs> you yelling black. Put it on you. Oh, oh. Black Pet Parenthood. Rule number 19. Reading is fundamental. Teach them kids how to read. Maybe write too. Never let a homeless man stay with you. If he ain't got a front or a back door, he homeless. Never let a broke man play with you. If you always got excuses, he broke. Never let a lying man, mm, they always lie to get the poom poom. Make a man earn all your trust. Don't give him no poom poom if you can't trust him. Black Pet Parenthood, rule number 20. And so on, because it's going to be multiple lessons. Teach your kids about music. They need to know where they get their rhythm from. And you got to put it in them. You ready? Don't close my door when you're done. Ray the name of your auntie. Me a name I call myself. Far get the fuck away from me. <laughs> She, that's yeah. a she, isn't it? Is it she? I have two. That's a she, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you do got two dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got them babies over there. <laughs> <laughs> which How is, is it? Huh? I said, which is a part of my set? They are a part of my set. Yeah, hey, that's your life. You got to bring them in now. Yeah. How is the support amongst actors? Is it is it cutthroat? People receptive to the, the i won't say the competition but the camaraderie how how is it because you know it could you get a little actors or comedians? huh actors or comedians comedian okay um i'll say this it's a lonely journey mm. and you will make friends and buddies along the way you have to be sure that you're in it for the right reasons and everybody might not be able to go with you. Okay. Starting out, I've witnessed, uh, been a part of, um, just certain things that didn't work out and 
you just you got to know if it's for you and if it's for you you're going to get where you need to go regardless of who's standing beside you so okay. whether there's support or not or stealing jokes or not it's going to be mm. a lonely yeah let's lonely talk about joke. that let's talk yeah. about stealing jokes didn't you yeah. didn't i know it happens but didn't even think to yeah let's let's dive into that what yeah. is that all about how how do people feel like they can get away with taking your joke well here's and, the thing and i've i've had it done to me a couple of times by already your influence influencers this is not even just jokes this is just skit ideas wow. um but jokes um bernie mac said and i seen this video uh, a couple of days ago don't ever tell your jokes around a room full of comedians because somebody gonna be rich off of your material and you're gonna be looking at hbo saying i said that joke so it's really difficult to trust that someone will just leave your information where it is because i have a joke that i did just starting out nobody had ever said anything to my knowledge about it and Next thing you know, every other week I was hearing it, and I'm like, "But it's serious. Still... This is multiple people taking a joke, mm -hmm. men and women, and it's How... it's not necessarily the actual joke, yeah. but it's the premise of it. Yeah, and so there's a lot of premises that are the same. So, but you know when it's taken, and you mm -hmm. know when it's added to or their own experience. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it happens, and it's unfortunate. For me, when it started happening with the skits, um, I didn't like it at first, but I realized I'm the gifted one. So if they are not creative enough to create their own yeah, and they can so take stuff, you know, God is going to keep pouring more ideas into me until I get to where I'm going. Because yep. if they didn't think it was good, they wouldn't try to steal it. So. So what, what happens? Is this like a brainstorming session or you're just around or there? I don't know. How does that happen? Like, are you like in a brainstorming session with these people and then all of a sudden you see it on no, Instagram? No, 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 no. For, for skits, if I put a skit on Instagram, that's where they get it from. Oh, so they take the skit that's already out there and then redo it. Yeah. And basically add they to it. Bigger, and they have a bigger platform and stuff like that so people will see theirs their okay. millions of followers versus ours and okay. um, just obviously with open mics you know comedians trying to work stuff out this and that like mm -hmm. people are like you'd be amazed like there are some really talented people here i would never like i question sometimes my material like is it good enough because i hear other people I would never want to like steal anybody's jokes. I'm just trying to make mine a little bit more impactful mm -hmm. and funny. But yeah, that's rule number one. You should you shouldn't be stealing jokes at all, that even if it remotely crazy. sounds like somebody's. Um, the premises are, you know, if I got an ex boyfriend that was cheating on me, there's other women comedians. I'm pretty sure ex boyfriend cheated on me. So the yeah. premise. It's gonna be what it is, but when I started talking about something specifically different, mm -hmm. it, it oh, that's wow. Now, everybody want to say this, and because I'm not at that spot often, it was brought up. So, so but it's all 
how did it get back to you? I heard it. Oh. I heard okay. it the next time I went. Oh, okay. Okay. So they were there and you saw them live do your material. <laughs> More about the premise, not necessarily material, because they can't tell my, because mine's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. But, but you know, you feel it in your gut. You know it in your gut that that's your... Yeah, that's what you got it from. It. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, it's and I, and I always go back to music because it's kind of like one and the same, really. Yeah. It, it, same thing. You can feel it. You can't really prove it all the time. Yeah. But you you know it. You can feel it. Yeah. It's happened to me, and I could feel it. But there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. Nothing absolutely. I could do about it. I just know I gave this person my demo, and in the very next album. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were they were pretty much saying the same catchphrase that I was saying, and it, and it had the same feel but the production wasn't the same but you just know it you know it yeah. you know what i'm saying you just know it you're like ah, that mother <laughs> well, but how yeah. do you prove it though you know what i mean you can't and it happens all the time especially yeah. in music you know that especially in music it happens all the time it's really absolutely. nothing you can do so absolutely. yeah especially with comedy and stuff like i said i just be like well god gave me a talent and i'm pretty sure if that idea was meant for them to, to steal he's gonna give me another one to replace it i'm not mm -hmm. that's why i said like with my black pet parenthood and my other um skit series that i started uh entitled baby mama i said if i ever see those on somebody else's platform i know they stole that from me because nobody said anything yes about those two topics in the entire will smith internet i know for a fact <laughs> about that yeah so if they did i know they stole it and then i would go after them but yeah and you know else? i've seen it i've seen it too actually i've seen it i've like i've seen somebody do a skit and then i'll see somebody on a bigger platform do the same thing and i'm like come on man like literally the next day yeah like come because on but idea that they didn't think about but because they have a bigger platform it'll it'll come over better mm -hmm. from so yeah but yeah I literally, I'm not going to say what it is, but I did a video. Um, I created a rap that went with um, Amaretta's uh, It's Not Atlanta. And somebody literally took it almost word for word and just added to what, mm, mm, what, mm. what it was. Yeah. Wow. I saw it. Somebody sent it to me and I was like, I can't respect that. I'm sorry. I cannot respect that. Nah, that is not at all. That is I terrible. Yeah, it is, but it happens. And there's no way that they'll, even if we try to go to them, they'll probably be like, I, I don't even know you. I've never seen that. Of course, of course. Yeah, they're never going to admit to it. Obviously, you would say that, but yeah. yeah. We know what it is. Yeah. Well, well, I do see that you had some support. Like, what about um, if you want to speak on it? I don't know, but I've seen you with Rodney Perry, who's you know well known comedian, yeah. does his thing. I mean, how's that relationship? Has he mentored you, giving you some tips along the way? Uncle Rodney is always giving me tips. Um, I took his improv class um okay. two years ago. Um, very, very, very fun improv class. Um, never deny. 
And that's a lot of what he teaches to just stay on your feet and um, be ready for anything. Um, okay. But anytime I see him, and I just did Laugh and Skull, my very first time actually performing in front of him. And he was so proud. I was like, oh my. Oh, I was because he walked in right when I was coming out. I was so nervous and I was like, you know what? I just gotta do my set. Like he's not even here. And yep. I killed. Like I I was I was proud of myself for doing it, but I was more so proud with conversation we had afterwards. And I was like, ah. That's what's <laughs> up, man. That's what's yeah. up. That was that good good for you. I'm proud of you for real. Cause like yeah. I said, I met you as an actress just yeah. starting out. Yeah. And now look at you. You know what I, I mean? Isn't God good? He is all the time. You just never know the road, man. You never know the road. And and you might veer off and do some comedy. You know what I'm I, saying? And, and then oh, get back to the acting or stay in the acting. Like it's a fun journey because you just never know where it's gonna take you. That's why you just can't quit, man. You absolutely. Know? You really yeah. just gotta keep going. Gotta gotta take you on an awesome journey. And it, yeah. it's not gonna always be easy. Oh but definitely. It's, man. <laughs> The glory is in that journey, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What is next for you? Are you trying to get a booking agent type? Are you there yet? Are you trying to open an act type of thing? Like, what What, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, Um, I, I do have representation in South Florida now. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, it's a congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And I'm seeking... Uh, talent now a talent uh, representative now in atlanta okay so of uh some things coming up and prayerfully i get signed but yeah i'm yeah. looking well one of the things as we both were at um Dejour's, uh vision board party yep my vision was to have an agent by the first quarter which happened and okay i was very i i couldn't believe i was like I did say the first quarter, right? And then I'm like, okay, it happened. Yes. So I'm excited about that because you, it really helps when you write stuff down. Yes. It helps. Um, and when you continue to pursue it and work towards it. Um, so that was something that I wanted to make note of. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really wanting to get that representation out. because so I've done, like you said, I've been in stunts um i just had a stunt reel that i just did um mm, okay i've been yeah, i think i saw that i'm acting master class with azure um i've been doing a lot of different things to taking the online courses for acting and auditioning and all of this so i'm, I'm building my resume and yeah it's time it's yeah, time yeah yes it is yes it is just keep going keep growing keep glowing girl it, it's, it's happening for you you're grinding so like i said man hard work beats talent but you have the talent too so yeah. who can deny you you know what i'm saying just just keep building are you still in dejour's class i am yeah which, which night um it's saturdays oh you saturdays I, okay yeah i'll, yeah. I'll be i'm gonna um be doing the wednesday class next month i'm gonna start back yeah. with them yeah yeah um, this month I had to not, cause I missed two, but I said, because I knew I had some other stuff coming up, okay. I'm not able to do Monday, but, um, hopefully tomorrow night is our movie, um, 
movie nights where we go and we, you know, look at a movie with the eight, the, the I think it's the eight point arc to go and discuss. We watch a movie and we go and discuss. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that'd be good. Our mm. study, our movie study. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. And that's what Dejour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I hope he does that for the Wednesday class. I don't know. It, no, it's, it's for yeah okay. Okay. yeah it's for both okay cool cool yeah. cool yeah and i told him i want to i want to um practice on not stunts but yeah, i guess it would be stunts like more fighting scenes and action. stuff like that yeah action. yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be stunt because that's more action but okay. stunt would be like falling on the ground rolling over gotcha. car getting hit stuff like that but if it's just action you know you can kind of get away with that. I see a lot of people do that without stunt training, but because I wanted to actually be on the lines, getting flipped and all of this and stuff, mm -hmm. that that's something that I want to do. Because I, I want I'm going to be a Marvel superhero one day. Yes. Marvel is going to be like we want her. Yes. Filming <laughs> right here in Atlanta. I'm like, Marvel, I'm ready to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Speak it into existence. It is for you. Now, what is one thing, self-analysis, what is one thing that you feel that you could be doing better to get you to where you're going? Writing more. Okay. I feel sometimes um, I get in my own head about writing and I'll stop. I'll have an idea and I'm, we're supposed to write every day as comedians. I have an idea and then I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense. and. I have to get out of my head because sometimes it doesn't have to make sense right then. Right. It could okay. come later to, you know, why the the reason you wrote it down in the first place. So I have to do better at that. I know for sure. Cause sometimes I feel like a lot of me and my, my journey is, is not as punchy like other people's, you know, who mm. grew up in a crack house and all, you know, just wild yeah. stuff. I didn't have a wild life. So right. I'm just, all right, let me write some stuff down. And then I just be like, that's just weird. <laughs> so well, did, did you have friends that dealt with some stuff like that? Because you can draw from that too. It don't necessarily have to be you. This is true. But I you, did have friends. You did have this one friend who yeah. you just knew. You're like, I can't prove it, but I just know he was a crack baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. And then I also did have crap baby friends. Yeah. There's your material. <laughs> and it's still true to you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I didn't think about that. Yeah. I would have to do that. I would have to bring There's that you. in. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good material. Yeah, for sure. You knew they were a crack baby. They didn't know it, but you knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There you was go. Yeah, yeah. And then I was going to say, too, I know you said, like, when you're out and about, and are you saying, like, when you're out and about and you have an idea and you, it kind of passes over because you, you're you on the move or you don't write it down because you're on the move? Did you, did you say that or no? No, um, it could be anytime because okay. I'll put it on my notepad on my phone if I'm driving. Um, okay. If I'm home, I'll try to write something down or um, wherever I am. I could be at a show <laughs> about a new comedy and I get an idea and you know, it just, you're just supposed to write. Yeah. Um, at least 20 minutes a day is, okay. is it. Um, and I feel sometimes 
everything is just so broad for me. Okay. But um, I'm working on it. So, because hey. I want to get a good 30 minutes um, of a set. Right now, I have about a good 15, but I want to get a good 30. So, I have to keep going. Hey, you could be like the Jay-Z of comedy. Just keep saying it over and over in your head like a hundred times. It's not going to go anywhere. And then as you're moving around town or whatever and you see something else and that sparks an idea, add to it. Yeah. You know, you can try yeah. it out. Flex that muscle like that. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not a comedian, so I'm just talking, but. <laughs> no, the method. I mean, I'm, I'm an audible learner, so I would have to say it out loud regardless. Okay. And I record myself a lot, so I have to listen. But yeah, it's a good method. Okay, yeah. Everybody, you make sure you be on the lookout for Elo Copeland right now around Atlanta, but I'm telling you, coming to a city near you soon, she's gonna get that booking agent, she's gonna get on a tour, she's gonna be an opening act, then she's gonna be a headliner, she's gonna be in films, she's gonna be doing stunts, action movies, Marvel, filming right here in Atlanta, all of that, I promise you, Make sure you keep an eye out on her and you make sure you follow her at I am Elo Copeland on Instagram. I don't know what it is on TikTok. What's it on TikTok? It's on everything the same I way. am Elo Copeland. Google it. Everything going to come up. But <laughs> it's also going to be right down here in the description to click the link. So <laughs> definitely y'all check out for it. Check her out, man. And, um, you know, support her. Support her on her journey. Like I said, if you see her post something, she's going to be a stand. I'm going to catch a stand up too. I haven't yet. I saw Dejour came out and supported you too, so that's, yeah. that was love. But I'm definitely gonna check you out as soon as I can. I mean, it, you, you, there's no shortage of you, so you're everywhere. So I'm definitely gonna get you at one night in one spot. So, but yeah, I thank you. I appreciate you for coming back on the show, sharing your gifts, your talents, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations with all of us. You know, spitting out the gems and just having a great conversation, man, and kicking it with your boy Cool Card. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Can't do it without you, man. For real. Hey, guys. I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, kicking it with somebody like Elo Copeland. And you know where to find me next week. I'll be right back. All right? Peace and love, y'all. We are out of here. Thank you so much, Elo. You're welcome. I pray, I pray much more success for you. Yes. Thank you. We are out. Peace.